Hello, 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 and welcome back to Gimme More Reality. It's me, Kylie. Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody had a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me again here this week. Um, I was not feeling super great for a good chunk of this week. It was not. I just had like a weird like stomach bug situation, but yeah, so all is well now, feeling a lot better. So I'm a little late to getting to um, recording this week. And so I'm going to rush through editing and get this, try to get this posted to you guys um, on Saturday, hopefully. I'm recording this on Friday. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, everything's going well over here. Um, we've had another great week in, in our Bravo universe. Um, so many good shows, you guys. Um, so I haven't watched this week's, the finale of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the, um, the end of the reunion. I hear it is marvelous. Um, and it sounds like a lot of it is Andy grilling Erica, which thank God. I mean, he's been, they've been kind of giving us like little, they've been salt and peppering it, if you will, throughout the last three episodes, which I've enjoyed very much so. But I'm very excited to finally get to the official grilling, if you will. So can't wait for that. And then we have Summer House. So haven't seen, also have not seen the new episode of this this week's episode of Summer House. But um, I did watch last week's episode. I do not understand what these ladies see in Austin. I really don't. I don't understand it. Um... I wish, I wish, I wish that, um, gosh, that Lindsay, I almost forgot her name, Hubs. I wish that she could find somebody. Um, from what I saw online, it looks like possibly her and Carl are are dating right now. Um, and I just don't know how I feel about that for Carl. <laughs> I feel like Lindsay can be a little, she seems like she can be a lot to handle um, and maybe like a little bit hard to be with. Um, I don't know. I'm, you know, who am I to say that? But anyways, uh, and so I don't know. I don't know how well that that is like for Carl and like his sobriety. But right now in what we're watching with Winterhouse, she's like super into Austin. Austin is into Sierra and Sierra is way too gorgeous to be into Austin. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, <laughs> but you know, to each their own, you know what I mean? But because listen, there's plenty of people, you know, you know, six or sevens out there that get their, you know, nine tenths. So I'm saying, or even sometimes fives, you know what I mean? I'm just saying it, it just, sometimes it's just how it works and bravo, bravo to everybody. But <laughs> don't know where I'm going with that. Anyways. Um, but, uh, Andrea is, I think his name, I mean, that like Italian man, I can not, I cannot. He's gorgeous. He is gorgeous. And he's so cute. He's all, he's, he's been bringing, um, Sierra and Paige like cups of coffee every morning. And I'm in like, oh my goodness. Thank you. Like, I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, love when a man brings you coffee. Like mm, I just love coffee so much. So like when they do that, I'm just like, oh, uh -huh. anyways. <laughs> but um god what a wild house though like but i would love it like i'm just like oh my goodness like what a treat to just like while out for just like however many like i, I think they're there like for 
I think they're there for like 17 days. So they're there for about like, maybe like, I would say like two and a half weeks. I think that seems right. Um, and, you know, to do that, just to like party and just, you know, I mean, but also like a party and just like drink. I mean, these kids are having like the times of like their lives. Like that is a for sure. Um, and Kyle is down there just like being like the old man that's complaining about the draft and that things aren't winterized. And <laughs> Which I never saw Kyle being in that role, but you know, I'm glad that he finally is is kind of there. You know what I mean? Like it's time. It's time. Like hang up those, hang up those partying boots, my guy. And <laughs> but I feel like um I weirdly like went back and watched when I wasn't feeling great, you guys, this week. I went back and watched like I feel like the first like maybe like couple episodes of season one and season two of Summer House. And like wow, 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 wow. Like Kyle was like such a complainer, like such a little, like, um, like prima donna, like he just like a little diva (laughs) and to like, see him now, I'm just like, wow, wow, wow. Oh, wow. But my plan is tonight though, to watch those two episodes. Um, so I'm really excited for summer house, uh, or not summer house. I'm sorry. Winter house. I am loving it, loving it, loving it. Now, what I don't know what's going to go on is with that Julia girl. Even though she has a boyfriend, it looks like she's also trying to hit on Luke when Luke is going for Gabby. So, and Gabby is gorgeous. Gorgeous, cute, um, just like seems like just like such a, like a, a cute soul. Like she knows like who she is and, you know, she might be like a little like introverted, but she is, she knows who she is. I, I like her a lot. I like her a lot. And she's gorgeous. Not bad on the eyes. Um, but yeah, but anyways, so going to watch the episode tonight. Very excited about it. And we'll watch the ending of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, and then this weekend, um, well, on Sunday, we have the first um, finale of Real Housewives of uh, Potomac. You guys, I mean, how exciting. Exciting, but not exciting. I don't know. Listen, I love me some Giselle and Robin. I do not like seeing Wendy trying to go after them. So, <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to feel about that whole situation. Probably not going to like Wendy for a little bit, but listen, you know, you guys know, I mean, if you've listened to any of these episodes, I will change with the wind in the sense like, listen, I have always and will always probably love Giselle and Robin, but I can see when they do wrong you know, and happy to also judge them just as much as I judge, judge everybody else. That's all. Um, but anyways, so on that note, let's go ahead and get right into Real Housewives of Potomac. This episode was called Altered State of Mind. <laughs> Again, you guys, like I just find the, the fucking titles. I've never, I never really paid attention to the titles until I started doing the podcast. Which, which which seems crazy, honestly, to myself, because with how many episodes I have watched of these women, every franchise, you guys, besides the only franchise that I never really got behind was Miami and DC. But I did end up watching DC because then what's her face, you know, tried to get into the, what was it? I think like the White House Correspondence Center or something like that. But anyways, I never got behind those two, but still, that's a lot of other franchises that I have been watching for years. And not even just Real Housewives. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the Bravo universe. And and these editors, I mean, listen, Pete, I don't know who, if, if somebody's, like, working on the titles, like, solely, or, like, who's deciding the name? Like, producers? Like, who makes those decisions? Because I just want to give them a pat on the back. 
Because listen, these are cheesy as fuck, but also like great job. Great job. Because also like, how could you not make the titles cheesy? There's no way not to look what we're watching. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But anyways, okay. Let's get into, uh, let's get into Real Housewives of Potomac. Shall we? Shall we? Shall Okay, so like I said, uh, this episode is called Altered State of Mind. Um, we start on uh, with, I believe it was Michael and I think, was it was it all of them? I think it was Michael, um, Ashley, Juan, and Ashley all going out for, they were like meeting up for like dinner. And... Uh, when we first see Michael, you guys also could think that he, Michael looks like he's like walking death. Like he does not look well to me. I, I don't, I, I'm not sure what's exactly going on, but he just doesn't look like he's okay. And I'm not sure what to do with that. But like, I mean, listen, like he is walking death. Like he is a straight crypt keeper, like in, and in, in not in a good way. Like he's just not a good person. Um, But it's like clear that Michael loves one. And, and I feel like Juan's like oblivious to it in a way. But also, it seems like Juan loves Michael just as much when they're together. Because at one point, like when they were talking about the whole comment, I think, of Michael saying that he would suck Juan's dick, I didn't know. Because I just thought that it was just Michael that was super obsessed with Juan. I did not think that Juan was also just as much obsessed with Michael. So that was like a crazy situation. And then, so they start getting into the conversation about like having like kids and stuff. And, um, you know, Ashley's like, well, I'm just like wondering when you guys are going to have like another baby. And then this is when Robin like brings up like, well, I want him to be like more hands-on. And you can see that like Juan's complete, like everything changed. Like he was pissed that Robin brought this up. I don't know why I'm losing my voice right now, you guys. I'm so sorry. But Juan looked pissed when Robin brought that up, like crazy. Like he flipped like that, like he was pissed. But also, like you guys, like I mean, we have to realize that this is also like being like produced. So there has to be something that the producers are like. There has to be like something, Robin, like you have like this year or whatever. And she's like, well, we're talking about having the kids, but you know, like you know, like it was a little bit harder last time. Well, okay, great. Like let's build on that. Like like how bad was it? You know what I mean? Like and so they probably got some things like pulled out of. And Juan does not um, want to be portrayed on this TV show that he like was not a was not a good dad, and which I can understand. And, but also it's like, you know, I think that maybe he doesn't want to realize, like look in, in the fact of seeing that maybe he could have done things again in the sense, like the show is kind of making him look like he could have done things a lot differently, which he could have, but I don't think he wants to look bad on this show again, you know? So I think that he's just like very pissed. I think that he, you know, like this is like Robin's thing. This is not Juan's thing. Like he was happy to like support her and like be there, like show up, but he does not need to be, he does not want to be a storyline. Does not want to be a storyline. And that was clear, 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 clear. But I would die. They like changed the subject again. And they were talking about if um, Robin asked uh, Walking Death, if, (laughs) if anybody has mistaken him for a grandpa. And I was like, yikes, but also like, have they? And he said that nobody had yet, but it's going to happen, Michael. So just like, maybe just like prepare yourself for that because it is going to happen. Um, So next we cut to like, I think it was Candace, Dorothy, and Chris. 
And Candace is getting her record deal. Very exciting. Like, listen, Candace gets on my nerves. She is wild. She is crazy. She is reckless with that mouth. But I am excited for her. But I thought it was very funny that the before she signed her contract, they basically had to like tell her in probably like in a in like a nicer, more professional way, basically like don't be reckless on social. <laughs> and it's like, please, like don't be reckless on social. Like, please. Um, so then after that, we cut to Robin and Juan again, and um Robin's opening up her um like new area to like hold her you know, told her business basically, um, like a warehouse. And so all they could think, so at this point in time, so like, she's like talking to him and then, and then Robin decides again to bring up the whole like kid situation. And, and listen, if I was in Juan's shoes and if this, like, if we're seeing, the, if the show was on like the exact same timeline, like literally, like, let's say like the night before they had this conversation with Michael and Ashley, and then now cut to the next day that Robin brings up that same thing again after clearly Juan got pissed off. Um, I would have been pissed if I was Juan as well. Like, because like you just brought this up again, you know, that I don't want to talk about this and now you're bringing it up again on fucking camera. Like I'm good. I'm out. Like I would have left also, but I felt like I was like being like scolded. Like when I was watching that with like, <laughs> with Juan, like I was just like, Ugh, he is not, Juan is not into being filmed. Like that's just where it is. That's just where, that's just where he is with it. And I think like Robin needs to like respect that and le needs to leave like those types of things. Like, but it's also like, you know, she's being paid to like show her life Juan. So like, and I don't want Robin to go anywhere. I love Robin as like a housewife. So I don't want her to go anywhere, you guys. And so, but I need Juan to like, like they, they have to like figure out something else. Like they're clearly topics that Juan doesn't want to talk about. So like Robin, don't talk about those things on camera. And there are other things you guys can bring up and let's just be, let's just, let's just try. Let's just try. Cause I like them both. I don't want them to go anywhere. I'm hoping for the best for them. I want them to get married. I love them as a couple, but I feel like I was a little bit more on one side in the sense of like, listen, don't bring this shit up on camera, but also on Robin's side in the sense of like, listen, like she's getting paid to like basically show people her life. So this is how she's feeling right now. So it looks like we're going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but then after that, you guys, we are at the warehouse and you guys know exactly what warehouse I'm referring to. So the wedding venue was wild to me. Okay. I don't remember there being that like staircase of stairs. Maybe listen, I'm sure that it was there. I just don't remember it. You guys, it was a while. It was a few episodes ago, like the beginning, I think the season when, when we first saw Karen, um, at her, uh, what was it? Like her, uh, her try on for her dress. And, and that's when we found out that it's also her venue. Um, but goodness, they had to walk up those stairs to go get drinks. Why couldn't they have done that down below? Because then that was also the place that Ray and Karen had to walk up to do their vows. What? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Watching Giselle with her boot walk up those stairs. Rough. I mean, it. I mean, I would have been scared. I would have been nervous walking up those stairs in straight flats, you guys. That those stairs, like, listen, and that and that open area, like, I don't know, just something. It was just too long. It's too long, too long, straight up for me. Something was going to happen, you know. <laughs> like, oh my goodness! And 
also I could think was, you know, because um, you know, everybody's like saying their highs and everybody's like, oh, Ashley, where's like Michael at? And and she's like, oh, he'll be here later. And I'm sorry, but like my thing was is like, like Ashley, like you couldn't have made Michael come to any other event, any other event that wasn't Karen's wedding vows. But I mean, listen, I say this almost every week. If she if she would not have had had Michael come to the wedding gown, would we have had the episode that we had? Unclear. You know, the old saying does it if, you know, do you hear a tree fall in the forest? Chicken or the egg? <laughs> oh my gosh. But also, you guys, the comedic event that I <laughs> that we all watched when Eddie and Wendy were getting out of that car. I mean, like, I mean, they are adorable together. I love them as well. They are so funny. They are like, they just bounce off each other. And I love it. Just watching him try to get her out of the car. He's like, oh, 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 oh. And she's like, oh, oh, I got it. Oh, oh. (laughs) So good. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. So everybody's like sitting down. And Juan and Giselle start talking. And I think like Juan, you know, was like asking her about like Jamal. She's like, yeah, we're not together anymore. And he's like, so like, are you out? And and then this is when I just loved it. Giselle literally puts her like, puts like the menu, I think it was, or her purse or something and put it over her face and then says, um, you know, basically like, yeah, yeah, I am. And (laughs) And then looks straight into camera. Look straight into camera like, y'all ain't going to fucking do this to me. Like, <laughs> so, so good. So, so good. Um, But then her and her confessional, you guys, when she was talking to Nora, her producer, and she said, it's none of your business, Nora. And then Nora was like, Nora just kept trying. She was like, I'm going to just try it a different couple angles and see what happens. And she's like, again, Nora, no, none of your business. And I was like, God damn it, Giselle. Like... <laughs> let us know. Uh, but I loved it. I loved it all. She's great. She's so good. Oh, and you guys, and then we got Karen and Macy Grace. Like, I don't know what to do with that whole situation. And I mean, great that she's there. I mean, awesome. But that was a wild, wild scene. Uh, <laughs> it was a wild scene. Um, and I don't remember what made it wild to me because I don't remember the whole episode, but based off of my notes here, it was a weird scene. And all I can remember is it just seemed like, do you guys know each other or do you not? I think that's all. I think that was, I think that's everybody's question really. But Lordy, 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 watching Karen climb those stairs, you guys, I was holding my breath, holding my breath the whole time. That dress, that train, I mean, listen, the dress was gorgeous, train, gorgeous. I mean, Karen, gorgeous, gorgeous. Everything looked great, but holy shit balls having that long ass train. I mean, that fucking train looked like it was fucking 24 feet long. Like it was a long gown. And the fact that she walked up those stairs with that heavy, heavy dress, said her vows, and then her and Ray together had to walk back down those stairs. Oh my goodness. I didn't breathe the whole time. I didn't breathe the whole time that they that they walked down those stairs together. Cause I just I was I was just praying, praying that they both got down them stairs safely. Cause I couldn't handle seeing one of them tumble. Because if one of them was gonna tumble, they both were gonna tumble. And we can't be having that. <laughs> we can't be having that. <laughs> but what cracked me up during 
the vows was that the whole time one could not be bothered to turn around. Or at least the scenes that we saw, saw his head was turned around the whole entire time. He could not be bothered to turn around and see what was happening. <laughs> it's like, Juan, you are at a wedding. You are at a wedding. <laughs> turn around. Oh my gosh. But as soon as Michael showed up, Juan and Michael were taking pics together, like literally within moments, you guys. And I was like, okay, wow. So like, there is like a true bromance going on. So like, maybe they do, like, maybe they're just like those type of bros that are just like, listen, like, I love this guy so much. I'd suck his dick. And that's a great friendship. That's great. You know, listen, if you can say that about your best friend, awesome. You know, happy for you. Um, Or maybe not your best friend, but whoever you're maybe, let's say in a bromance with, I don't know. So awesome. Oh, goodness. And then, you know, everybody's like sitting down. So it's, you know, we got all the characters. We got Candace. We got Giselle. We have Chris. We have Michael. We have Ashley. Ashley actually was not there. She was said that she was going to get, she said that she was getting Michael a drink and was going to come back, but then she never came back, you guys. And then we also have Robin. We also have Juan. All the same table. Now, what is crazy is, I don't remember what started it, but Michael came out with just saying like, you're intelligent, Giselle. So, I mean, and I think it was like Giselle like happened to like, oh, you know what? No, it was Juan that brought it up. Uh, duh. Juan was like, y'all want to fix this, right? Y'all want to fix this. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck's happening? Juan, you don't even want to be on camera. And now you're orchestrating uh, apologies. You're trying to be the peacemaker. What? When? How? <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, when the fuck did you step into that role? But okay, cool. And so he brings that up in Giselle. And then that's when Giselle says to Michael, like, listen, like, we were able to, like, resolve our issues after we, like, talked it out or whatever. And he's like, you're intelligent, Giselle. And it's like, okay, so we're starting out there. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. But, I mean, and things things just started to go downhill from there because I mean, they were trying to like work it out, but then, and, and, and not really like downhill. I feel like for Chris, for Chris and Michael, but downhill for Candace and Chris, because then that's when like, like Candace, I mean, I don't even listen guys. I watched this on like Monday, I think it was. And now I'm recording the podcast. I started feeling terrible on Tuesday and then here we are. I'm feeling a lot better today. So that's why we're doing this. But so I'm not remembering everything that happened. So I don't know like what exactly, I can't remember what happened and why Candace, like she got up and she was like, this is such like white privilege, like bullshit, which I don't disagree with her because I feel like, you know, Michael wants to try to be like, oh, I'm not starting anything, but he's 100% the person that is starting stuff. Like number one, Michael, you're over here pinching bottoms. Okay. Let's start there. Number two, you want to come up to um Chris and tell him that he needs to control his wife. And then you want to fucking basically, you, you wanted to provoke him. You were basically Candace in that situation. You provoked him and he didn't even put his hands on you. He just got into your face a little bit and you just kept backing up. No hands were laid on you. He was just close in your face. And so, and then wanted to hold your hands up and say, like, you see this? You see this? He's coming at me, man. He's putting his hands on me. And it's like, was he though? Mm, not really. So... I can understand why Candace is like, this is white privilege, like bullshit, because it's like, yeah, 
you're trying to play fucking both ends of the fucking stick here. So I can understand why she got up and said that for sure. But also it's just like, you know, finally, like they got like Chris and so like Candace like gets up and leaves. Chris and Michael like keep like talking and they were able to like work it out like with Juan's help essentially, which was like crazy to me. Again, it's like he is over here doing housewives work, but yet doesn't want to be on camera. It's wild. But yeah, so they like apologize to each other. Michael does a creepy wink to Juan after the apology happened. And I did not like that. Um, And, you know, it was just, it was weird. It was, it was strange because then, you know, Chris and Candace are like getting into it because she feels like he's like defending, you know, not taking like her side essentially, or like taking an apology or apologizing for something that he doesn't need to apologize for. I don't know. But, you know, that was basically like the end of the episode in the sense, but in um in like Karen's confessional or or even in her like little Chiron at the end, I felt like Karen was again coming for Robin. And I'm just like, why does everybody keep coming for Robin and Juan? Like, let them just like, who the fuck cares? Let them be. If they ju- if they decide not to get married and just stay engaged, great. Who cares? Or if they decide to just not get married at all and just decide that their path is just to be together and they don't need to get married. Great. Everybody get off their fucking backs. God damn. So annoying to me. But the reunion is coming, baby. Oh, the reunion is coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, yes, she is. <laughs> so stupid. Um, but yes, so very excited for the reunion. Again, I don't like Wendy going for my girls, but happy for the reunion. Super stoked that Nicki Minaj is gonna be there. Um I think it's going to be a great reunion. And I want to say, I feel like this one might be a four-quarter, three or four. Regardless, it's still great. I think it may be three. That seems right. Um, Because I don't think a Potomac um, season has not been a three-episode reunion. And maybe like since like the first season. I could be wrong, you guys. I could be wrong, but it feels right. So let's move all right along into Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This episode was wild to me, you guys. And we will get to why. This episode is called A Wolf Pack of Secrets. Bum bum. Um, and so this episode starts with another sighting of stew chains, you guys. Another sighting. Like, I feel like it's like a Where's Waldo, if you will. You know, like when we see him, I'm like, oh, there he is. There he is again. What's going to happen to him? What does happen to him? Anybody? Somebody tell me, please. Is he still, like, being, I mean, I know that he's still part of, like, the case or whatever. But um, if you listen to the Bitch Test podcast, which you should, um, there was, I think it was, like, I went to their, it was a live podcast episode, um, Halloween edition. And they had a boots on the ground from somebody that lives in Utah, you guys. And they said that Stu Chains, um this boots on the ground, they had like a, you know, like a friend that works with like a cousin or, you know, everybody's related down there. But anyways, Stu Chains did not tell his wife that he was even doing Real Housewives. Also, he was supposed to not even be, she thought he had a completely different job. She had no idea that he was an assistant to Jen Shaw. So Stu Chains has some secrets, everybody. Stu Chains got some secrets. Um, a wolf pack of secrets, if you will. Um, but 
Um, but yeah, but anyways, I, I just love seeing him because I'm just like, what's going on with you, my guy? Um, <laughs> but um, we then cut to um, Jenny and her daughter. Her daughter's doing her little um, Saturday science, Saturday science day. And her daughter is so cute. Um, another podcast I listen to, Danny Pellegrino, has been calling for um, Jenny's daughter to like get her own like series, which I also am on board for. I mean, is there a petition that I can sign? Where? When? Let's get her on. She deserves to be. Uh, she does. She deserves it. And listen, I know that you know child actors. You know that's a whole other situation. But listen, uh, this girl just wants to teach people. You know I, that's all I'm saying. So I, I you know. I think that she deserves it. She's adorable. I think that she would inter- you know, engage with children. I'm on board with what Danny is saying. That's all. I'm endorsing it. So, oh, goodness. So then this whole Fresh Wolf situation is like wild to me. He is 100% like, so it's Lisa's son who is supposedly starting this company, this company Fresh Wolf, which is like a male, I think it's like grooming, I think it is, which is wild to me. You, you know what I mean? Like, he's 16. Um, what exactly is he grooming exactly? Like he does not really have any facial hair. Um, so I don't know what's really going on exactly, but so it's just like, to me, it seems like, you know, basically like he is the face of the company and his parents clearly are doing all the, you know, all the rest of the stuff behind the scenes, if you will. So, Oh, that's just me. Um, I think that Lisa 100% like coached the shit out of him to be able to like do this. And they did like a flashback of him presenting his business plan to his parents. And I was like, this isn't, this isn't real. This is for camera. And it made me sad. Cause you know, like, listen, I'm, I'm sure like he feels like he's doing something. He's like, yes, I got my own company. I'm 16. And it's like, do you though? Do you though? Yeah. And, you know, just... It was just weird. And like his poor, his poor brother, like during that scene while they were like doing, you know, looking at stuff, and they're like, well, what is your like brand and stuff? And his poor brother is just like, uh, let me just hold on to you because I don't know what the fuck's going on. And I don't want to say anything. And I don't want mom to make me say anything. I'm just going to hold you. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this is wild, you guys. <sighs> yeah, Lisa's, Lisa's a straight up control freak. So I would not be surprised. Um, so then after that, we cut to Whitney, Mary, and Heather. And, you know, this is when Harry, oh, no, it's just blah, 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 blah. Um, this is when Mary um, basically lets uh, Whitney and Heather know that the reason why she did not like being questioned so much by Lisa, and it had something to do with her mom. Now, it wasn't, she wasn't really divulging like everything. So what I gathered from that is that basically, her mom wanted to marry Robert Sr. and was upset that her daughter was the one that was that Robert Sr. maybe wanted. Um and and that and that maybe Mary at the time wanted to do that and that um and I think that maybe her mom was questioning if that's what her grandmother wanted. And because according to Mary, like in the first season, as far as I as far as I knew, is that um her grandma put it in like the will essentially for Mary to marry her step grandfather. So 
I'm not really too sure. Like maybe the mom thought that it would be better for her to marry the grandpa. I don't know you guys. So I don't know. So she said that, that that's what it came from, why she did not like to be questioned. But to be very honest, her explanation was very convoluted and I did not know what the fuck she's talking about. I do not know how that, how that related or how it compared to what happened with Lisa and her being questioned. We don't know anything. But Heather made it very clear to to Mary at the time that, like, listen, like, if you're not 100% like Team Lisa, then, like, she's going to come at you. And so, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens since you snapped at her because she's going to come for you. So prepare yourself. So next we cut to Lisa and Jen. And I was disturbed by Jen wearing that weird wolf's hat. I did not like that one fucking bit. You guys, if that is a real fucking wolf, like how fucking dare you? And I don't know if it is. It seemed like it was from like a place that would make fur. I mean, they are in fucking Utah, like use like real animal fur. And I just did not like it. I did not like it one fucking bit. I did not like it at all. (laughs) And Jen said to, um, Uh, Lisa at one point that, you know, like she's been like really busy with work. And I'm like, have you been busy with work exactly? Like, what is exactly are you doing? Busy with work. If you only knew what we knew, you know, like, uh, you're going to be a lot busier with other things than work. So prepare yourself. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But what I found very interesting about their conversation was that Lisa went in on fucking Heather, like quick. Like as soon as, because this was like shortly after the whole tubing situation, and she saw that like Jen was was a lot more comfortable, I think, with Lisa, with um, sorry, with Heather and Whitney, than that she's comfortable with maybe Meredith and Lisa. And Lisa doesn't like that. Again, if you're not 100% Lisa, then there's a problem. So I think that Lisa was trying to like work her magic because as soon as they like sat down, she like brings up like Heather and how like she wants Jen to like surround herself with people that are like about her and and that um you know that she's not sure if like Whitney and um Heather like good people for her like her true friends and I'm like ugh Lisa you are so dirty she's so dirty you guys <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with my voice today but um Lisa is just so fucking dirty but also like I mean listen she's working the plot lines but she's not being sneaky about it in one little fucking bit like that's that's what's I think like hard like the hardest thing for me is like you can like be like you know like the villain if you will but like how she's so blatantly just like in front of us just like pulling the strings I'm just like get it together get it together and so I guess what happened was is that one of like Jen's ex-employees, like they had like a falling out, the recording, I mean, the recording heard across the, across the land. Um, and, and so I guess um, one of this ex-employee posted uh, like whatever it is, like the promotional box or whatever for Whitney of her skincare line and, and Jen or not Jen, I'm sorry, Lisa is just like, I just don't know if like, they're like true friends that they're like doing stuff like that. Like that's somebody that like really hurt you. And then they're over here, like sending their product to them. Like I would never do something like that. <laughs> At the end there, I did my best, like clueless, like that, you know, that's all that's, that's the best I can do for a Lisa impression. That's, that's it. That's all I got. So doing my best here. Um, but she's just like such a, 
uh, gosh, just Lisa is just such a fucking a shitster and just like so manipulative. Like I can't. After that, we cut to Whitney and her brother. And, you know, I mean, I just feel bad for her with the situation with her dad and sounding like, sounds like he's like relapsed. It sounds like right now he has a good relationship with, um, with Whitney's brother, but, um, you know, they've had like a falling out and so it just like, it makes me sad, but I'm going to be very honest. And what made me even more sad, you guys, was that bright pink t-shirt up against that green eyeshadow that Whitney had on. That was rough. <sighs> rough stuff. So all around, just a sad, sad scene. Sad, sad scene. Uh, then, So later on, then we cut to Meredith and Heather and their daughters, which I thought was super cute that they brought their daughters to, like, to lunch so they could like meet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, this is when you know, Heather basically tells them, you know, well, what was it? It was Meredith like said like, oh yeah, you could tell her about all your good time gal times. And she's like, I wasn't even like, I like all I did was go and was like a, like a little person's travel companion. And Meredith's face, like when she saw Heather say that, she's like, what? (laughs) Oh, but little, but like, listen, as much as like Heather, like feels like, I feel like, you know, like that she, maybe hasn't had the life that others have had. Heather has still had a life, like an interesting life to go on a cruise with a little person as their travel companion and win a singing competition. And, you know, like it's, listen, she, she's had an interesting life just as much as anybody else. And I'm just like, this is, I'm intrigued. Tell me more, tell me more. But um, what I've really enjoyed this season so far is the the scenes with um, Heather and Meredith. Like they do seem like very like genuine and um, and like they genuinely like each other. And I just like, I really like them. They just seem like they're just like having like a good time together. And so I'm just like, I'm, I, I'm enjoying them. Just wanted to say that. Um, so then after that, then we cut to uh, the party for the um, Fresh Wolf. And, um, and, you know, Lisa says that her sons put together like the guest list and, you know, they just like, they did everything themselves. Like, and I'm just like, what are you talking about? If they did the guest list, their friends would be there. You know what I'm saying? It wouldn't have been all your friends, Lisa. That's weird. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it would have been like their friends and their parents or something like that. I don't know. He's 16, but he did not put together that fucking guest list. Like what is going on? What is happening? You know, and so like everybody's like kind of like mingling, blah, 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 blah. Then we cut back to Heather and she is with Jen. Um, And Jen, I guess, is like trying to like spice up things for Heather. And um, and so then she like brings over all these like sex, like sex, like um, not like bachelor. I wouldn't say sex, like, well, maybe like a couple sex toys. I'm not sure. But she brings over like condoms. She brings over like bachelorette, like party, like type of like stuff. And um. And, uh, so like, they're just having like a great time. And I love that. Like at one point others, like, she's like, who has like a penis, like ring toss? Like, what is that? Like who has like a penis ring toss, but like, also like, can I get invited? (laughs) And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like who has that? But also like, can I chill? Like just say, um, but this is when I noticed you guys that like, the like shit's about to like happen. 
Because then she says that she wants everybody to like go on like a trip or something like go somewhere. Oh, yes. So you guys, so back to Heather and Meredith. I realized at one point when Meredith was talking about how she has like an empty house somewhere. I think they said like in Vales. I don't know. That is somewhere. Anyways. And so she's like, yeah, I'm going to invite everybody. And, you know, Heather asked, like, are you going to invite Jen? And she's like, listen, like, you know, she's made amends. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, yes, I'll, I'll invite her. This is when it fucking hit me, you guys. We are about, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Like, so we are about to have like the scene. It gives me chills, you guys. Oh my goodness. Okay. The feds are about to be there. Like things are about to happen. So anyways, just wanted to get that out of the way that I just, you know, I saw I saw the writing on the wall, you guys. I saw it and I got very excited. Um, but so then um we cut back to uh the fresh wolf situation. And you know, all I can say is that I just feel like like Lisa is just like quite the puppeteer in the sense of like what's like she really is. Like she wrote her son's speech, like clearly, like not saying that that kid is not capable of writing his own speech. I just don't believe that he wrote his own speech. Lisa is too much of a control freak that I do not believe that he wrote that speech on his own. I just don't think it happened. I just don't. I just don't. So <laughs> that's where I am. But then like, sweet Jesus, you guys, Lisa straight up planted, planted somebody at her fucking son's event, quote unquote, that she planted somebody to talk to Meredith about Mary. Because, like, Mary's gotten very close with Meredith's family. Remember, Brooks and her are very close. And now she has planted somebody to talk shit about Mary. Okay, again, remember how she said, oh, her son put together this guest list. Did he? Did he? No, he did not. So, yeah. Because you clearly planted somebody to talk to Meredith about Mary. Like, why would this person come if y'all aren't even, like, really, like, that close? Like, you've, like, just met him, like, around town, if you will. Like, why would he be there? If it's your son's closest, nearest, and dearest, please. So, we then cut back to Whitney and Heather. And this is where Heather brings up some very important topics to Jen. And basically saying, like, you know, like, be careful, like, with Lisa. Like, um, like were you invited to the Fresh Wolf thing? And she's like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, well, she invited Whitney and Meredith. And I don't understand why she would invite um, Whitney and not invite you. And then they cut to, you know, kind of like they go to a phone call that um, Heather had had with Whitney. And Whitney thought it was weird also that she invited her. Like she think, you know, she wasn't feeling good, so she, so she wasn't going to go. But she thought it was strange that she invited her in the first place. Like, what? Like, you guys are not even, like, that close. Why would you not invite Jen? She was just at your son's thing to do, like, the photos for Fresh Wolf. And she even took pictures with you guys. So why would she not be invited to that? Lisa. Weird. Very weird. And, and Jen was like, well, why would she not invite me? And it's like, exactly, Jen. Why would she not invite you? Why? Because Lisa is crazy. Lisa is crazy. That's all I got to say about that. But you guys, like that whole scene with Meredith and I think it was, I think his name was Cameron talking about like Mary and stuff like, whoa, 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 Like you could tell like Meredith was severely like uncomfortable 
And it was like so, and it was so staged also. It was so staged. Like how everybody like kind of like came over, like how her like husband, like Lisa's husband like came over and then, and then that just left Meredith with this guy. Like it was so weird. It was so strange. Cause then it was like, where is this guy's wife at? Like what's going on? Like, and he, he was out on his way out. Where's his wife had to say her goodbyes as well? Or are they not together? I don't know. I have so many questions. <laughs> so many questions, you guys. But wow, I cannot, I just could not believe that fucking Lisa set up Meredith like that. I really could not, you guys. And and he, I guess, was in the church with Mary for like seven years. And and he just knows like all this dirt. And it's just like, my guy, like spill the beans then. Like he just kept going around in circles and like just kept telling her like over and over again, like watch your back, like be careful. Like you don't know like what you're getting into. Like that place is like, yeah, sure. Like it's, you know, has wonderful people, but like not ran by like good people. And it's like, well, what are you getting at? Uh, there's a lot of secrets, um, you know, but like, I don't feel comfortable saying those secrets here, but like, there's a lot of secrets. And it's like, what? Then why the fuck are you talking to me right now, my guy? Like what's happening? It was wild. It was a wild scene. So crazy. But it sounds like we're going to be getting some more information from that guy here soon. So I don't know when that will be. That's going to be pre-Jen Shaw getting arrested or after. But regardless, excited for all to come. All to come. And like, so after that whole conversation, you know, Meredith pulls Lisa to the side and she's just like, that whole situation, like, she was like, she was like, I'm like about to be like in tears. Like, I, that was just a lot. Like, and she's just like, that whole situation is just like, it was just so bizarre. Like, it was just so bizarre. And it's like, yeah, Mare, it was bizarre because Lisa set you up. That's why it was bizarre. And, and Meredith was like, you know, that was just like some real, like some real like trauma. And then that's when like Lisa said, you know, I don't really want to talk about it tonight. You know, like this is about like Fresh Wolf. It's like, you set this up. That's what I'm saying. She's so manipulative. It's so crazy, you guys. Like just such the puppeteer, such the puppeteer. Oh my goodness. But then we get the preview. And you guys, I was absolutely right. I was absolutely right from the writing of the wall that I saw this next episode, which I'm sure it'll be the end of the episode knowing Bravo. Um that we are going to see, you know, everybody's, you know, everybody's on, getting on the party bus. People are getting off the party bus. Uh, FBI agents are showing up. Uh, helicopters are swirling around. Things are happening. Things are happening. And um, I don't know if you guys watched Watch What Happens Live, but I did end up watching it. My DVR weirdly like records it sometimes. And so I just kept watching. And Andy, this next episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is the best episode of Housewives. Of Housewives. Not of Salt Lake City. Of Housewives. Of the canon, you guys. So I don't know what the fuck's about to go down in this episode, but I can't wait. I can't wait, which tells me that maybe it won't be at the end that we'll see that. Maybe it'll be like in the middle. I don't know, but I can't wait, you guys. I cannot wait. So excited for Sunday. <sighs> so that's pretty much it, you guys. Still haven't watched um, VBR, uh, Vanderpumps. Um, but, you know, I will get there. I just, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with like Randall and Lala in the news lately. I don't know if those two are together or they are not together. I listen, if Rand did cheat on her, then then fuck him and they should be separated. If that's not what's going on, then I, you know, I hope for the best. Hope for the best for them. Um, but I'm hearing that she's not wearing her engagement ring any longer. Um 
I don't know. And then I saw today that Rand changed his picture on his Instagram to Little Baby Ocean. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know if that's, you know, again, some writing on the wall. I can't really say, but, you know, here we are. But, um, so, so yeah, so can't wait for, um, this next week's round of episodes. I'm going to watch Winter House and Real House, the last episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tonight. Um, I'm very excited about that. Can't wait. And yeah, and then we'll be back next week, you guys. So, um, and we'll have a, a reunion of, uh, Potomac and a, the best episode of Housewives. And so it's going to be good going to be a good week. It's going to be a good Bravo week. I can feel it in my bones. So I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful week, you guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you for whoever is out there listening. Um, I so, so, so appreciate it. You have no idea. Just thank you for listening to my little baby podcast. I literally just do this for fun because I just need to talk about the shows that I love so, so much. I do. I need to share my thoughts. I got to get them out. So thank you for listening and please follow my IG page. Give me more reality and sorry, my voice keeps going out today, And but thank you guys again. Um, I hope again, you guys just have a, a marvelous, marvelous week. This has been Give Me More Reality. Thanks guys.